blade that you're combing, Ben. Oh, Ben Sinderklaas. This is the night before the dawn, before the day of Christmas. <laughs> Your Honor, every one of these letters is addressed to Santa Claus. The post office has delivered them. Oh, I almost forgot. Smile, Sandy! I'm going to do it in the most Peter Griffin way possible. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, welcome to Two Bro Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And this is a sort of Star Wars slash Christmas special because it's mostly Star Wars, but it's also, Star coming, out on, <laughs> it's also coming out on Christmas Eve in case you don't have any plans for Christmas Eve or you're sad and lonely for Christmas Eve or you're not sad and lonely for Christmas Eve. You just don't like being around other people. <laughs> we are here to give you festive cheer and yeah, stuff and, and things and things. All right, uh, I think we should probably, because it's double Star Wars, because we've got to talk about Mandalorian, and we've got to talk about Rise of Skywalker. Yes. So we got to start with Mandalorian, since there's a little bit less to say about Mandalorian. Even though it was good, it still is only a half an hour. Yep. Yep. Well, so, they only have one episode left, and they finally did something worthy in terms of story like, story progression. <laughs> I agree. Like I'm like, oh, good. They find not. I've been saying it all along. It's not that I haven't liked the show, but it's been kind of spinning its wheels. And this week, it finally took a huge leap forward. It did. And um, uh, someone someone tweeted at me when I wrote when I when I wrote finally there's some sort of progression, and mm-hmm. they're giving me they were giving me a lot of uh, a lot of crap about it. it's like you just don't like uh, fun stuff. I'm like I love fun stuff. And I think this movie yep. is doing, this show is doing such a great job with a lot of it. But it would be yep. nice to know what exactly are we doing here. Yep. But they brought back a lot of the story elements from those spinning the wheels episodes too. Like they brought back Cara Dune and they brought back, well, I guess we find out his name is Queel. Um, I guess we didn't yeah. know his name in the last, I guess I had forgotten we didn't know his name, but... Um. And uh, we bring back uh, Carl Weathers, who yeah. turns into a good guy instead. So great. Yep. Um, and we got our th- first, um, what's his name? Uh, the, our first look at one of the one of the other generals, like the evil yep. generals. Yep. He showed up at the end. You're right. I can't. Oh, boy, I'm drawing a blank on his name, too. Uh, the guy that showed up right at the end with the army of stormtroopers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is his name? I got to look it up now. Yep. You go ahead and Cliff. look it up. I'll yeah. mention a few things while you're looking that up because it's driving us both nuts. Um, I did really like uh, that they showed... And it was kind of weird that twice, and I don't think it was probably a conscious decision. I could be wrong, but just ahead of Rise of Skywalker, we got a look at a force power we didn't know existed when uh, Carl Weathers' character was attacked by those giant monsters in the desert, and Baby Yoda was able to go over and put his hand on him and heal him. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, so Toyota is now healed. But that also got Carl Weathers' character to like flip sides because apparently he planned on double-crossing them and killing the Mandalorian and taking Toyota back to the uh, back to the guy to um, 
uh, what's his name that is the voice? What is that actor's name? Shit, that was Where's the voice it? on um, Rick and Morty. Um, Dan Harmon. No, no, the one from Justin the episode. Roiland. No, 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 the the guy. Um, I have lived among the humans. Oh they yeah, were, they they Wait, Ver- Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog, thank you. Yeah, I have seen them hold up pencils and traffic cones and various other things and say, "Look at me, I am I'm Mr. So and so, so, and so dick. This is my I penis. have such and such for a penis." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The the I, uh, he doesn't even really have a name in the show either yep. and, and right. the other guy he's just like the client yeah and the yeah, he's called the client and the other guy the main the other guy is moff gideon thank you that was gonna drive me crazy yes moff gideon um and of course the big thing in this episode that's left everybody hanging for the week and the, the week plus until is they kill quill while he's trying to protect baby yoda toyota whatever you want to call him and Cara Dune and the Mandalorian are pinned down by like a legion of stormtroopers who are clearly not Imperial stormtroopers because they can hit things with yeah. their with their blasters. Um, and uh, some scout troopers have snatched up Toyota to take him back to Mo- what did you just say Moff Moff Gideon? Gideon? Yeah. And I gotta say, uh, I was angry. Not not the episode, just at the whole. At the cliffhanger, you, you just I'm like you give back Baby Yoda now. <laughs> I think everybody has the same feeling. Like you put him down, you, you don't touch Quills. him. Yeah, I know. But did you I stay, am looking. Did you did you watch the end bit? Uh, I guess there was a bit afterwards. That if you kept continue watching, it was like a no. Oh uh, yeah, there was like the part of the reason was yeah, it, like they had like a teaser for like Rise of Skywalker. Oh no, I didn't watch that part. Me either. Before we get to Rise of Skywalker, we do have one other show to talk about that came that was out this yes. week. Yes. The season finale, and actually from what I'm hearing now, probably the finale finale of Watchmen. That was insane. That was insane. Now, originally I had read a report, or at least I think I had read a report, that they had picked up a season two. But now I'm reading there might not be a season two. And honestly, if there wasn't, I would be perfectly okay with that because I'm not sure where the story would go from here. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what would how things would progress from there. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I think we got exactly what we needed. Like you have the death of, of Dr. Manhattan. Yep. Uh, Which I did not expect him to actually bite it like i thought they would do something and he would go free so the fact that he died was just so surprising uh yeah and i mean like the whole i think the whole thing how it all kind of progressed and came together at the end actually worked really well Mm -hmm. um with ozymandias coming back I was surprised that he was actually there the whole time. He was the statue in, like, all the stuff we were seeing yeah. of him was kind of in the past. And that he was actually that statue in Madame, Lu- or Madame True's, like, garden area. That was, that was the other thing that kind of drove me, that kind of took me up for a loop. I was like, oh, he's been there this whole time? <laughs> yep. Um... It's pretty insane. The only thing that they did leave me story-wise wondering what on earth happens next. And I'm fine not knowing. Like, they don't have to tell me. But after all those years of complete peace, the fact that they are going to arrest and expose Adrian for what he did with the giant squid is... Just absolutely shocking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because at the end, uh, she arrests him. She's like, Adrian Veidt, you're under arrest for the murder of three million people. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. 
Yeah. Um, so, and then I just all the stuff with I don't even I don't even know just uh I don't know like the the whole kind of progression of like Lady True trying to take the power mm-hmm. like basically having the seventh the seventh cavalry do all the work and for she, her yeah mm-hmm. for her so she can swipe in and take it uh and yeah then, that was yeah and then Ozzy Mandy is being like well I'm just gonna have it rain squid. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy, where he's like, I'm just going to freeze them, and then they'll just rain on them, and it'll be like firing a Gatling gun on yeah. the entire town. I was like, oh my god. And, and <laughs> I kind of like the way, I kind of like the ambiguous kind of like ending, so if it did pick up a second season, it had something to start with, where sure. uh, where uh, Lady uh, Lady Knight... Uh, Sister Knight. Sister Knight, like... Basically eats an egg that she thinks Dr. Manhattan may have transferred his power to. Mm-hmm. Um, because that whole bit at the episode beforehand where he, she's like, where he's like floating above the pool and it's like, I need you yep. out here. And I'm like, and so she like goes to like put her foot out and then that's just where it ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they they left some things where if they wanted to make a second season, they could. But they also did a really fantastic job of really tying up all the plot points so that this could potentially be just a one-shot miniseries. Yeah. And the rest could just be in your imagination. Kind of like the end of the actual book Watchmen, because Watchmen ends on... The journalist discovering Rorschach's diary in his inbox and deciding that he's going to write about it. And that makes you go, well, what happens next? And even though you're fine not knowing what happens next, you could still imagine what happened next. Right. So. Uh, Yeah, this has been kind of like a staggering week of just really good shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, two shows and a movie. Yeah. I can't. But the yeah. movie that we we'll get into that. Yeah. Well, I don't really have because I'm getting ready for. I've been pretty busy, you know, with my job and everything. So I haven't really done too much else geek wise that I can think of. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been. I need to go to a comic shop soon because I have to get the last book of Batman: The Last Night on Earth or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. At some point, yeah, I haven't had really a chance because money. Yep. And work of myself. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of been a little bit hard to get away, which in a way, I mean, it's cool, good because then I don't spend money, right? But I'm gonna have to, especially because a buddy, uh, one of my coworkers, just told me about a place that's basically a giant geek, uh, thrift shop, or like really or, or another like, yeah. one. <laughs> well, like th- no, th- this one's like a place you go to where it's like, um. It's it's like a what is it called? Wow, I am my I'm so tired. I can't even think of like uh swap meet. Oh, okay, I like know a nerd mean. swap meet. Yep. And I was just like, and he's and he's like, yeah, I never leave that place without buying something. I'm like, you shouldn't have told me that. Oh boy, <laughs> kind of like a um uh far not a farmer's market. Uh, yeah, it's basically a farmer's market. <laughs> There's a. a uh, God, there's another word for it, some other kind of market, but I'm with you. I can't think of it. I know it'll come to me. Like a garage sale, like a like a yeah. big old garage sale. Yeah, there you go. That'll work. Well, I'm going to get into it because I haven't Let's talked to Let's do it! I haven't been able to talk to anybody about this yet. We got to talk about Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> The ninth and quote-unquote final chapter in the, you know, but they've said that two other times before. Return of the Jedi came out, and that was the last Star Wars movie. Then Revenge of the Sith came out, and that was the last Star Wars movie. So, we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Give it another Um, 40 years, and then they're going to come back. Yeah. I mean, long story short, non-spoiler review, which is very important. This is going to be a very spoiler review in the end. But non-spoiler on the top is, I really liked it. I Same. know, I know it's getting it. It's gotten the worst 
It's gotten a B plus cinema score, which in, sounds like it's good, but in the world of cinema scores actually is kind of not great. It's just kind of a meh score. And uh, B plus is actually the lowest of the sequel trilogy. And I know people are already fighting about it online, even though I'm ignoring that for the most part. But yep. this is one of those cases of art is completely subjective because I have some problems with this movie and I will talk about them and I won't pretend they don't exist, but they didn't ruin the movie for me. Same. Like I to I'm in the same boat. I really enjoyed this movie. I had a blast watching it. Mm -hmm. Yet <clears throat> this thing was riddled with problems. Yeah. Like, oh sure. Like, yeah. But it like it did not deter from the fact that I'm just like I'm watching like what could possibly be the last Star Wars movie. Uh, I'll tell and you I'm right just off the having so much fun. I'll tell you right off the top one of my biggest problems with the film, and it's non-spoiler. I'll let everybody know when we're going to go into spoiler territory. But boy, did a whole lot of this film feel like apologizing for the last film. <laughs> it was it was basically a the best way I could put it was from a tweet I saw where it's like. It's like for as good as this movie could have been, I felt like it fell victim to the toxic fanboy syndrome and had to apologize for so much. Like it basically backpedaled. Which is super and like weird. So yeah, especially considering the. I feel like the studio and J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio. Because no matter what anybody wants to say about The Last Jedi when you get into a weird Last Jedi arc, the fact of the matter is it got good cinema scores, it got good reviews, and it made a lot of money. So people generally liked Last Jedi, and the part of the fan base that you always see complaining actually makes up a fairly small portion of the people that saw the movie, and I feel like this movie, huge chunks of it were written to apologize to a small segment of the fan base. Yeah. So uh, it's very yeah, it's very clear. You can see, um, mm -hmm. like, definitely non-spoilers because she didn't really play a role in this, but sure. the way they kind of divulge Rose's character in, in this, right? I yeah. was like, I, that was, and I was actually thinking about that yesterday. I was like, boy, she's in this movie, but I feel like for all the things they set up for how important she could have been going forward, they didn't give her much to do. Yeah. She became just a background character with like maybe mm -hmm. a total of 10 lines. And I we, watched yeah. Last Jedi again recently. I don't know why people, I don't Same. understand. There like, was nothing wrong with her. They a lot. That was like the biggest criticism of the of Last Jedi was that whole. I know they scene. treated that they treated that poor actor so badly. She had to leave the internet. Yeah, I, it's so it's so disgusting. We'll get more into it later on. Sure. All um, right. Let's move into spoilers yeah. because there are, are there are things I want to talk about that I that are both problems and and the other thing is. And I'll say this one last thing, non-spoilery. A lot of the things I had a problem with, I also still ended up having those things work out in a way I was satisfied with. So my, dis <clears throat> yeah, despite my, the fact that yeah. they made some choices I didn't like, the way things ultimately turned out, I was still satisfied with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the only other complaint I have that's non-spoiler is the editing slash pacing of this film. A little bit. Yeah, there was it was that. bizarre. I was having a weird time. Like, mm -hmm. like it's like okay, they're here, but now this is happening, and like what, what? Like it feels like I it have, just went a little too fast. I have seen a few people call it convoluted. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say convoluted. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would agree that it sometimes jumps around a little bit, but I don't think that means. It's hard to follow. No, I I didn't think it's it was just hard a to little follow. jarring. Yeah, I just thought it went faster than it probably should have. Mm -hmm. Convoluted is to me a 
word people use when they don't want to admit that they were not smart enough to follow what was going. No, you know what? That's not even. That's that's me that's with a, Game that's of being Thrones. Little, that's being a little harsh. I I think convoluted is what happens maybe when. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the attention spans of modern viewing audiences, where they zone out for a minute and then realize that they've. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, like, don't I, like... I use the word convoluted when it's like when it's like if someone wants me to explain the plot of like like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. like that's convoluted because it's like okay, well, the, all, a lot of me, moving yeah. parts. Yeah, there's just so much happening. I don't think there were that many. There were, were several moving parts in this film, but I don't think there were too many to follow. No, I thought everything or explain. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I followed everything pretty easily. Yep. All I, right, let's do this. Well, obviously, the biggest, bestest part of this movie is Babu Flick. <laughs> yes, ba- Babu Flick is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, Babu Flick is the new hero of the Star Wars universe, clearly. Uh, yep. No. <laughs> I did laugh at those. Here, I'll I'll throw out one more minor complaint that isn't spoilery, but it's the same complaint I've actually had with all of these Jedi or all of these Star Wars movies. It was less of a complaint in this film than in the other two that came out from Disney. But boy, pretty much none of the jokes landed for me. Oh, I always most they, of them they were never bad. land. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of one that land. Oh, I think there was one time when Poe was uh, C3PO was talking, and Poe said, "Did we ever find his mute button?" Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> <clears throat> um, one thing that like one thing that kind of bugged me a little bit mm-hmm. was. Throughout the movie, like they're all like in like quicksand basically, and Finn goes to Ray and says, "Like I have something I need to tell you," and then we never hear about it. <laughs> oh yeah, he was gonna say "I love you," and then they just never resolved that plot point. Well, I actually was like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe it's gonna be a weird swerve where he's like, I'm in love with Poe, and like. And then they you know have what like a makeup really, thing. <clears throat> man, I really wanted. I, I'm not a shipper, but I would have been perfectly okay with it turning out that Poe and Finn were in love. I would like. I kept waiting for that turn, like, uh, like when Finn, when they were like in the cave, and Poe's like, "Oh, you wanted to say something to her when I wasn't around," and like mm-hmm. I was just waiting for it. I was just like, "Dude, I'm like, I'll be so happy if they just go ahead and just start yeah. making out like two dudes." <sighs> I have to tell you, we're going to skip way to the end here, but I want to get this in because I might forget otherwise. Because the funniest goddamn thing happened in my showing of this movie. At the end, after... Remember, everybody, we are in spoiler alert territory. Get the hell out now. (laughs) After Kylo Ren has made his turn back to being Ben Solo, which is one of the things I didn't think I would like, but we'll get more into it later when we actually, but I have to talk about the funny thing. Um, when Ray realizes he's back to being Ben instead of Kylo Ren and she kisses him, a lady way down front just yells, fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> she was so, so upset it was hilarious and she said it just like that i was not exaggerating she just goes fuck (laughs) fuck (laughs) i was like oh my god everyone else in the theater is like ooh, and like clapping and stuff and this one lady (laughs) that's amazing it was so Good, but we'll get back to that point in the movie later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that because I yelled it just like yeah. she did. I'm going to have to edit that part down so hard. Oh, my God. That was that's so funny. It was so good. But um, all right. So in this movie, we found out that uh, apparently the events of the other two movies are being manipulated by Emperor Palpatine because he has survived 
and I liked that because that ties into the part in the prequel trilogy when he basically says to Anakin Sky, I mean, Anakin Skywalker got seduced to the dark side by the fact that Emperor Palpatine told him that Sith have the ability to cure death. Yeah. So, uh, the fact that he did cure death, and I think they meant it was through cloning in this film, but I never well, was I think quite it's, sure. I, I, it's a two. It's a two parter. Um, okay. The way I see it, because the way when when Kylo goes to the ex- Exeter, uh, yeah, the, the like, Sith planet. First yeah. of all, that building's badass. I like oh, yeah. that. The whole planet was pretty bad. That's a badass <laughs> planet. Uh, going to that like weird cube Hellraiser block, um, mm-hmm. uh, and seeing that there's like a, yeah, there's like vats with like other Snokes. Yes, um, and that was the, one of the parts. Yeah. Um, that I was like, this feels like an apology, but ultimately I'm okay with it because people were all upset that we didn't get any kind of explanation of who Snoke was. And this was like, Snoke was nobody. He was created by Palpatine yeah. to manipulate Kylo Ren. End of story. And I was fine with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw Hellraiser a lot in this movie, I think. Because, Dude, th- because that, that Palpatine's thing- little like mechanism thing that's keeping him up, I'm like, that's Hellraiser 2. I thought the same thing. Yes. That is ex- that is exactly uh, the en- – no, not the engineer. The doctor. The doctor, yeah. Uh, that was exactly the doctor from Hellraiser 2. <laughs> I was very – I was like, wow, this is a – I mean, I was fine with it. That whole thing was just – badass um but yeah he basically, looked even yeah. palpatine looked like a cenobite for most of the movie yeah uh, but i like the fact that it's basically palpatine was like oh kylo you need to kill ray you don't mm-hmm. you don't know who she really is mm-hmm. and if you can kill her then we can take over the galaxy well mm-hmm. yeah as general supreme or lord supreme whatever his title is supreme uh, leader yep. supreme leader and then all of a sudden like Palpatine just raises destroyers with star killers attaches. The final order has yeah. begun and it's like, "Oh my god, all these star destroyers have death star technology." Yeah. <laughs> Holy I, shit. I'm just like badass. <laughs> mhm. Not only that, super terrifying because his ultimate threat to the galaxy is Join us right now, or we dispatch a star destroyer to your planet and wreck. Like they don't even have to fly the Death Star around the galaxy, giving people like star yeah. destroyers could just show up and destroy half the galaxy at once. Yeah. Oh, so great. So, all right. So, uh, I'm trying to figure out which moving parts we want. We basically well, you have uh, you have Poe, Finn, and every mm-hmm. and, and a weird alien dude and Chewie. They like find they go and get some info. Apparently, there is a uh that there's a there's a traitor among there's a spy among mm-hmm. uh the, above the first order that gave yep. them plans about yeah there's about the setup of the final order. Yep. Uh, which so basically the yeah. yeah the whole main crux of the resistance is they've got to go to figure out how to get this thing called the Sith Wayfinder, which is the only one left in existence, to figure out how to get to the Sith planet to stop the Star Destroyer fleet from being dispatched. So they go to this planet. That is just a planet where it supposedly is, or where they think they can find where it is, um, and oh, that, the weird Woodstock planet. Yeah, where they were having like Burning Man, alien version of Burning Man, kind of yeah. going on. <laughs> um, before before that, it was though they had like before we get into that, like you had um, they had Ray in the forest, like doing a bunch of training. Oh yeah, with Le- Leia. Yeah, and I actually thought they did a pretty good job because all this is recycled footage that was of Carrie Fisher that was cut out of uh, Force Awakens, I believe. Yeah. 
And they kind of like used some chopped together dialogue and I guess at some parts even like put her face on like a body double. And I never noticed. Like I thought it was all perfectly done. They did done. pretty well. Yeah. I yeah. mean Marvel and Disney and Star Wars, they all seem their technology for some of that age like age stuff. Mm-hmm. Majority of it uh it works really well. Sometimes it doesn't, mm-hmm. but like ninety percent of the time it's pretty spot on. Yeah, uh, I think there was a point. There's a point later on in the film where they have like a very de-aged Mark Hamill and a very de-aged Carrie Fisher, and that was a bit weird. But they were only on screen for a couple seconds each, so it yeah. wasn't too bad. Um, and I liked um, that. But yeah, Leia the, the, was yeah. The whole training thing was stuff was really just kind of. It was just more of a backdrop for the whole she's starting to see more flashbacks of like her family and stuff and mm-hmm. her getting angry. And she started yeah, starting to feel the pull of the dark side of the force kind of deal. Um, yeah, she can feel pull. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel her pull. Yeah. Um I liked that because another thing that and another thing to me that felt like an apology, but I ultimately ended up being fine with it was everybody, everybody, quote unquote, hated, uh, you know, there was the whole Mary Poppins Leia thing in Last Jedi where she uses the force to pull herself back into the wrecked ship, which again was one of those things I never thought was dumb. I thought it was fine, but at least in this movie, they were kind of like, oh yeah, by the way. Leia had some Jedi training, which makes sense because Luke is her brother and she is force sensitive. And also it was in the old canon that she got Jedi training after the end of last Je- or uh, yeah. after Return of the Jedi. So, um, Oh, people. I liked that in this movie, even though they were basically saying, oh, yeah, remember how you hated that she did the uh, Mary Poppins Leia? Well, guess what? She had force training. I still liked it, even though it was basically an apology in the script to angry people. Uh, But, yeah, so, yeah, so they go searching and they're on that weird Woodstock ring. Weird. Yeah, that was a weird thing. Like, I I had fun watching it, but at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, so they basically, I'm like, so they basically rented out uh, Burning Man and was like, yep. here, everyone put these costumes on. Yep. And I mean, basically the whole thing is there was like this bounty hunter or whatever that was looking for clues. And then Luke was looking for the clues that that guy had left. And so now they're looking for the clues where Luke had looked for clues and it's basically a big Scooby-Doo mystery. Um, and this is the part where, you, like you said, they went into the quicksand because they get found by stormtroopers. And they fall into these underground caverns. And uh, this is where we see for the second time that it, it's for the second time within a week that the force can be used to heal people because there was that giant snake with the injuries and Ray healed it. And when it went away, she realized that there or you know, when it went away, they found the opening to get out of those caverns or whatever Which, it was like, I gotta say, um, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm fine with that. You know what I wasn't fine with? Um, uh, I was what? not fine because I thought it was bizarre how those weird, like those sand troopers had uh, ships with wheels. That was a little bizarre. I'm like, uh, everyone else's stuff that's floating, you have, tr- you have like treads on your bikes. <laughs> and they all, had, and there were two with jetpacks that got like launched off the back. That was I'm like, weird. that was a very, that's a very counterproductive machine. Mm-hmm. That was that was it. Yeah. Oh, and oh yes, the other important thing here that happened, of course, was they found the dagger that had the Sith language on it, and we find Fucking out that C three PO can read it, but he can't actually translate it because his uh, programming prevents him from uh, translating it because Sith is a forbidden language. Man, fucking three PO. 
everybody hates on 3PO. I know, it's so sad, but it's like... Although in this movie he was more annoying because of what happens with Babu Flick having to erase his memory so that... But holy, but yeah, but right before that, holy shit, like they find, so they find the bounty hunter ship Mm -hmm. and they're like trying to get off uh, the planet and and, uh, they get found by uh, the Knights of Ren. Oh yeah, the Knights of Ren, right, yep. Which, I'm gonna say right now, kind of disappointed we didn't get some real badass Knights of Ren stuff. Yeah, they really didn't end up doing much with them. They did nothing. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, but then Chewie gets taken mm-hmm. uh, with the knife while they're like, while, while Rey goes out to face Kylo and his like, TIE fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, this whole scene... Um, where you, where it was they, in the they, first trailer. Yeah, well, no, the first that that scene's fine. Like, I'm talking about the scene afterwards, where the ship that they that Chewie's on is being taken away. Oh, and yep. Ray and Kylo are start fighting over it using the Force. Yep, trying to pull and, it out of the sky. Ray just blows it up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they just killed. They just killed Chewie's. <laughs> I know it worked on uh, me too, and this is why when this is one of those things where sometimes I don't understand people complaining about trailers giving away too much because I had completely in that moment forgotten, and I actually forgot until after the movie was over. Somebody pointed out online, "Yeah, I never bought it when they killed Chewie because there's a scene later. There's a scene in the trailer from later in the movie where Chewie and Han are in the Millennium Falcon together," and I was like. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was. Guess what? It worked on me in the movie. I was like, holy shit, Chewie's dead. <laughs> but, I mean, but, like, how, like, I don't, I don't understand their quote, because how do you know, like, the progression of film at right. that point? Uh, like, obviously, yeah, like, in the trailer, you had Lando and, mm-hmm. uh, Lando and Chewie. So, like, when the thought of Chewie dying, it still got me, because I was like, who knows? Mm-hmm. By the way, we, we kind of skipped over, but yeah, we had uh, Lando Calrissian back. Uh, yes, during that Lando. on that mm-hmm. desert planet. Yep, uh, which was cool. Nice little bump, like sure. a, a little little a nostalgia bump. Yep, absolutely. Um, but who? Let's see. I'm trying to think of all the best parts that I want to talk about. Because if we went through the whole movie, it would take us forever. Well, um, like. It so, was pretty interesting that she got so intense she used force lightning, though. Yeah, that was cool. Like, that's what made me bot for a minute that Chewie died. I was like, no! Yeah. She yeah, yeah. accidentally murdered Chewie? <laughs> yep, exactly. And that was a uh, a pretty interesting take, uh, especially since we already saw that she was kind of struggling with the dark side. And there was the whole thing where... Obviously, Kylo Ren is trying to say to her, you know, all you got to do is take my hand and we can rule that we can kill the emperor and rule the galaxy together kind of thing. So she's already feeling the pull to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, but also we forgot to mention that, you know, she she remembers all of a sudden, wait, I've seen this ship before. My parents were on this ship when they left me on Jakku kind of thing. Um, so we end up finding yeah, out. um yeah, there's a. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like rack my brain. It's like, yeah, we're gonna end up talking about this entire movie in like the weirdest way possible, as we're kind of like mm-hmm. jumping around. Um, I gotta say, one of my favorite things, and I know it's. I still am not in totally sure how it works, but I actually really like the Ray and Kylo interactions, like in the Force. Yeah, I don't quite get that either. Like they are in different places but also in the same place i don't like they can have light yeah because like like kylo's on the yeah like kylo's on the planet so they go to his quarter like she sneaks on in his quarters yeah so we might as well skip ahead to that like we find out that uh yeah (laughs) general hux finds out that um chewy was actually captured the the we were fooled the the uh, transport that got blown up was a different transport and so uh, they end up using him or 
her. I can't remember how Kylo Ren figures out where she is, but they go to the planet where they are because they're on a specific planet that Poe used to frequent when he was a spice runner because they've got to get Babu Flick to reprogram C-3PO so that oh, he can... Oh, it's, it's because they were it's because they were followed by that other transporter with the knights on it. Right. Oh, yes, that's right. They were kind of followed. That you. Yep, I forgot all about that. I've only seen this once, so I'm trying to... Re- I know, yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we find out that Poe kind of had this old love interest, who was Carrie Russell, by the way, which I missed entirely. Like, I had forgotten that Carrie Russell was in this movie. <laughs> there's a lot of those. Uh, like, mm-hmm. the but, couple, uh, there's a couple moments where you see, like, Maz Katana mm-hmm. and... She's voiced by Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. I forgot about that. Yep. Um. And so, and there's and there's a lot of action in this film. This is like the most action-packed Star Wars film because we get, you know, Kylo Ren brings his specific star destroyer, and Rey goes up to his ship and. Down on the surface, they're like avoiding stormtroopers and all this other stuff. And then there's a lightsaber battle going on while in that Kylo little like Ren weird is... force thing. Yeah, yeah. So that part I don't quite understand. But yeah, because especially that because they have that part where they like are fighting and then they like hit the podium that Vader's helmet's on, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden Kylo sees it and he's like, "Oh, that's where you are." And I'm like, "I'm like, I'm still not sure how this works, but I'll let it slide." <laughs> Right, like I'm sitting there thinking, how are they having this fight? Like, I get that they can see each other, like telepathy or whatever, but how are they like occupying the same space? I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so lots more, of yeah, more about fighting ensues on the destroyer as they're trying to escape. Dude, you want to talk about stormtroopers not being able to hit anything? When Poe and Finn and Chewie and all them are running through the halls and Finn is basically shooting behind his back and nailing every single stormtrooper running at him and they're all missing him, I was about to laugh my balls off. That's why Finn sucked as a stormtrooper because he could actually kill things. Yep, I guess so, because yeah. that was weird as uh, fuck. Yeah, but as everyone's escaping, that's when we find out that General Hux is the spy. I loved the part when the uh, other general there is just like, uh, he's like, because er, oh, Hux Pride? lets them go. General Pride, yeah, and Hux lets them all go, and Finn shoots him in the leg to make it quote-unquote believable, and Hux is like, Oh, they just, they overpowered me. There were too many of them and they shot me and he's like, oh, okay. Uh, I'll, so I'll, inf- I'll take care of it. And he grabs a gun from the stormtrooper, blows Hux away and says, inform the emperor. I found our spot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's so good. I love it. It was, mm-hmm. it was, that was actually a nice little turn to like, Hux's whole thing is just like I he's like I don't care if you guys win or lose. I just want Kylo to lose. <laughs> yeah, that well and we saw that being set up in The Last Jedi yeah. where he thought Kylo Ren was like losing his mind and he's like I cannot have this guy be supreme leader. Yeah. So that was a nice little that was a nice little bit cuz you knew mm-hmm. something was going to happen but I didn't think he was going to go as far as like be the spy and just hand sure. over stuff. Um Yep. Yeah trying to think basically well basically what what happens is they find out from the translation on the sith thing uh number one they have to reset c-3po so we get this annoying segment for about a hour chunk of the movie maybe a little less maybe a little more i can't remember a c-3po with no memory anymore c-3po just acts like not acts like he has no memory so he everything is new to him and it's played for laughs but it's a pretty terrible gag (laughs) um so they find out though that they have to go to the endor system to find this wayfinder and they go to not the moon that the ewoks were on but a different moon it's got a lot of water where part of the Death Star is crashed and it 
also turns out that a whole lot of um, ex-stormtroopers live there, like deserters. Which I like that. Mm-hmm. I wish they had done more with it, honestly. Like, yeah. it could have gone... I get that they've only got so much time to do things, but I almost felt like there was going to be something going on with um, TZ and Finn. Yeah, I thought some... Yeah. That, I was like, part of me was like, no, it's Poe and Finn. It's <laughs> Poe and Finn, damn it. <laughs> um, and this is the part... Is wait, is this the part where we find out finally that Ray is a Palpatine? No, that's a little bit later. Okay. Um because um. because what happens is like she goes onto the Death Star, finds the Wayfinder, yes. and then Kylo shows up. Oh well that's where she also has that little bit of a lightsaber battle with the dark side vision of herself. The hot version. Uh think both of them were pretty hot well, yeah mm. yeah that's yeah and i actually kind of like that design of lightsaber that she had mm. like the dual slash like re- reverse yep um but yeah like yeah she had that dark yeah she first fought herself and was like oh something's going on and then kylo shows up they have another uh pretty lengthy the- battle oh this is the part where kylo finally says um this is the part where he finally says, you know, I didn't lie to you. Like, your parent, you think about it. Like, yeah. Your parents were, and this is the part, this is one of the parts, okay. This is one of the parts I had a big problem with because I really did like the idea of Ray really being not connected to any of the prior characters, just being right. nobody. So as soon as the words came out of his mouth, I didn't lie to you. Your parents were nobody. They were just nobody by choice. I was like, son of a bitch. Yes. Um, but it, um, and then when he finally, when she finally said either he told her or she figured it out for herself that she was a Palpatine. I think he told her, right? No, he, Mar- uh, Luke did. Oh, that's right. That's you're right. It's still later. Yeah. Um, um this is more just like not nah, like he was going to. He's like, join me. We can join mm-hmm. forces. Like he's like, I don't care what the emperor wants done with you. I have my own plans. Yep. Um, and then good battle though. Great battle. And I, for a minute, bought into when she first stabbed him, when Leia mm-hmm. distracted. Yeah. Well, uh, I like that in. I like that Leia is kind of like the ultimate catalyst in like not just saving Rey, but when when I mentioned earlier that I really hated the idea of redeeming Kylo Ren because he killed Han Solo, they did end up doing two things that made me hate it less. And it's basically that he was saved by both Leia and Han. It didn't just happen without them. Like at the last minute, Leia used the force to reach out to him and that kind of stopped him from killing Rey. And then even though Han wasn't a ghost, it was more just kind of Han in Ben Solo's head, I did kind of like the blessing of Han Solo coming back. You know, uh, Kylo is about to tell him, like, I love you or whatever. And Han just, uh, Han, that was actually good too. Cause he's like, dad, I, and uh, Han goes, I know, which it's is just like, ah, oh, callbacks. Yep. So I was like, okay, you know what? I didn't think I was going to be okay if they went the let's redeem Kylo Ren route because he's the son of a bitch that killed Han Solo, but they got me. (laughs) Well, the whole kind of, of like, we'll get more into it a little bit later, but the whole arc of Kylo in this series was probably some of the more interesting. I don't care what anyone says, Mm -hmm. but the whole, like, the transgression of him going from from Ben to Kylo back to Ben... Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like mentality I actually thought was done in a slightly messy way but still pretty mm-hmm. cohesive and it um, ended up yeah. um, 
You know, it, it mirrors a little bit of Darth Vader, obviously, because people, you know, when I would playfully argue with people online about the possible redemption of Kylo Ren, they're like, well, don't forget, uh, Anakin Skywalker is the guy that went ahead and slaughtered all the younglings and also stood idly by while Alderaan was destroyed. And I was like, yeah, but... Also, they weren't Han Solo. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. But then this is the moment where, like, Leia is now dead. Yep, she dies. Which... Uses uh, which, the last of her strength to reach across the galaxy. Can I say that I got teary-eyed? It was sad. It was... Well, what was sad was... Was on three fronts. There's the front mm-hmm. where, like, they're like, I need to tell you something. And she's like, tell me when you get back. And I'm like, oh. Like, that was the first hint. Yep. And then it happens. And then when they go back to the planet thinking she's still alive and Chewie breaks down. <sighs> yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Poor Chewie. Poor Chewie. Lost everybody. You know what? At the end, he finally gets his medal, though. He does. Oh, that was also sad. I know. That was awesome. Th- this movie had a couple of really strong moments where I was on the verge of tearing up. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that even, was another... Even the C-3PO bit where he was just like, I'm just taking one last look. Because part of me was like, because part of me was like, are they just going to kill off 3PO? Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. sad. He's annoying, but it's still sad. Yep. And then it became one big joke. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this noise. <laughs> yep. Um... Anyway, uh, Ray finally flips out and is like, you know what? If I'm possibly just going to be this horrible Sith Lord, I'm going to go just die on the island like Luke planned to when she flies back to... By the way, we never mentioned in this whole thing that we found out... I think it was at the end of The Last Jedi that we realized it, but it was brought back into play in this film that the books from the Jedi temple were actually saved before. Yeah. Uh, she took them with them her like before. Training. Yeah. She took them with her before Yoda had the chance to set the old Jedi temple on fire. <laughs> um, so that's how she discovered all these things because she had been reading the Jedi books. Yeah. That's a minor thing. Yeah. Forgot to mention that. It literally, back- it's like she. It's like I found these readings in a book. I think I know where this wayfinder is. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Um. So she goes back there, and she's like freaking out, and she's about to set her lightsaber. You know, she's about to destroy uh, her lightsaber, which is Luke's old lightsaber, and Luke's Force Ghost catches it. <laughs> And he's like, what are you doing? A Jedi, you know, he basically gives her the lesson. He's like, you know, um, yeah, you're a Palpatine, but, uh, which I still am like, oh God, but it works out in the end. I'll tell you why. Um, uh, and he basically encourages her to keep going and be good. And he gives her Leia's old lightsaber. Yeah, because I guess he kept it on the island when she decided. Because she saw mm-hmm. the future when she, in her, like her last day of training. And it's Yo, like, she ah, said, yeah. Yeah, she. Something about she saw potentially being the cause of her own son's death. Yeah. So she decided to. If she continued training to be a Jedi, so she stopped. And so we get to see what Leia's lightsaber looks like, which is pretty cool. And Ray takes them both, and Luke raises his old X-wing out of the water. And Ray another another weird callback. <laughs> another weird callback. Another apology because yep. there were all those people that were like, "Well, how come he had to force project himself? How come he didn't just take <sighs> his X-wing out of the water and fly <laughs> there?" <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> Ah, nerd. Uh, and so she flies off to face the emperor. And Which this whole I actually really liked this last bit. This like, whole last sequence is really great. Yeah, because she goes confronts uh Palpatine at mm-hmm. the same time. They're like uh like she's leading 
uh, the rebellion to the planet to help take down the destroyers and everything. Well, and he's there's this whole tension where there's only a little teeny bit of the resistance left. There's like none of them left. And they're like, all right, let's go take on this massive fleet of Star Destroyers anyway, because if we can destroy this one specific tower, they won't be able to take off. They're too big and there are too many of them to leave the atmosphere without special guidance. Um, Han and Chewie, you fly around the galaxy and get as much help as you can. Han's dead. Han is dead. (laughs) I know. But Lando and Chewie, you fly around the galaxy and get as much help as possible. To, you know, get anybody to come help us. And then Doctor kind of Strange opened a portal and said, We're, you're not alone. And everyone Everybody came through. through. <laughs> They're not an army. They're not. They don't have a navy, sir. They're just people. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is like that whole moment, though. Um, like when she is finally fighting Palpatine. And he... And Ben Solo comes along. He finally gets there on his own and he's coming to give her back up. When the Emperor finally realizes that together, Ray and Kylo kind of give off this energy that he can drain from them yeah. and rejuvenate himself. And he just starts shooting that huge flow of force lightning into the sky and just force lightning the entire fleet. I was like, like, fuck, this is great. (laughs) This is crazy. Yeah. I got like, this is the other moment where like, they use that weird force bit where Mm -hmm. like Emperor or Palpatine's like, yeah, strike me down and you will take my place, blah, blah, blah. And then she like puts, she does like the weird magician, like lightsaber handoff force thing. Yeah. She like puts it behind her back and he can like reach through the, he can take it somehow that was weird that was weird like that again that was again like kylo's fighting the knights of ren like his pro his troops they he's kind of like fighting them with no weapon at all because he threw his old kylo ren lightsaber into the water yeah and she realizes he's there and like sends him the lightsaber through the force so bizarre. I called a little bullshit on that. I call a little bullshit, but I also called bullshit because I'm like, I'm like, come on, the Knights of Ren should have had a better send off than that. Mm-hmm. They should have been used for anything at all. Period. They should have. Like they had like they they made such a big de- uh, well, I shouldn't say they. By they I mean like the the Star Wars fan base made such mm-hmm. a big deal of like we need the Knights of Ren, mm-hmm. and yeah, that kind of. That kind of fell apart. But anyway, basically what we find out in this whole thing is the Emperor wants her to kill him so his essence can go into her body. Do it. Do it. Strike me down. And then once he realizes that he can just suck their life force and regenerate his own body instead, he's like, fuck it, I'll just kill you. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Um and so they meanwhile outside there's all the stuff going on with the rest of them where they're like trying to there's things there's things where there's a whole bunch of action scene with the sith troopers and the trying to take they're riding like the the horses in costume and uh rose is there this is one of those things where it's like she should have been doing more but okay And Poe and that other storm ex stormtrooper destroy the tower, and the fleet is defeated. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's that. Uh, and inside, uh, they defeat the Emperor. And well, Ben, like, for, uh, she, he get uh, Palpatine basically kills Ray. Yes. And then, and then. Ben Solo, Ben Solo, mm-hmm. at this point kills Palpatine, and then transfers the Force energy. He, he basically transfers all of his own Force ener- life Force energy into Ray to save her life, and killing Ben, and killing him. 
which is how I ended up being okay with Raylo happen. Like after she gives him that kiss and he just fall and that lady yells, fuck. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, uh, and he then just falls over and becomes one with the force and Leia becomes one with the force at the same exact moment. I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine with all of this now. Like, it's not the choice I would have made, and I don't necessarily know if I fully like this choice, but you've made it okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, I kind of got a touching moment out of the end where, after all said and done, mm-hmm. Ray goes back to Tatooine. Oh, I loved that whole final scene. so good. Like, just buries the lightsabers. And has her own light. So, yeah, she buries yeah. Luke and Leia's lightsabers at the old Skywalker homestead where it all started and has her own lightsaber, which is yellow, which was yeah. pretty badass. And then this is where I – this is all I wanted all along from the moment people were like, well, who are Ray's parents? If they're really nobody, yeah. then who – I was – I kept saying – she doesn't have to be anybody special. She can become somebody special and eventually become Ray Skywalker. Yeah. Like, I've been saying this for like three movies now that she didn't have to be anybody special. She could eventually, through her connection to Luke and Leia, become basically an adopted member of the Skywalker family. And she did! Yeah. <laughs> so... I got what I want when she just goes, you know, when she says I'm Ray and the woman says Ray who, and she sees Luke and Leia's force ghosts and says Ray Skywalker. I was just like, I'm done. Yes. That was, yep. That was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I wanted. So it doesn't even matter that she ended up being Ray Palpatine, even though I hated it because in the end she was Ray Skywalker anyway. <laughs> yeah. Overall, this movie hit the notes I wanted to hit. It was clunky. Um, it was messy a little at, at times. Sure. But overall, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Absolutely. But I will say this, because it's something that Matt and I have discussed on numerous occasions. The mm-hmm. fandom sucks. Oh, good lord. I know. The, I the amount of backlash <laughs> I have seen for this film... Is disgusting. I've seen, again, I've just mostly seen mixed. I've seen some people who really hated it, and I've seen a lot of people who really liked it. So I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't know what anybody wants. Well, like, it's just, it's like, um, I saw one Instagram post from Star Wars where mm-hmm. it was cast members reading letters from Star Wars fans. Yep. And... The hate on this mm-hmm. vi- on this thing was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Like yeah. some people saw like roses on there, and they're like, "Why is Rose a part of this? She needs to be gone." And like, she doesn't even do anything. There's and then like the amount of stuff where it's like J.J. Abrams took a giant shit on this series. This is not how it should have ended. You should have taken mm-hmm. the real source material and not just t- just fucked us all and took all our money. I'm just like. I, and I'm just like, calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, it's a movie. At the end of the day, it's mm-hmm. a movie. And I know to some people, it's more than just a movie. Like, I get it. Sure. I understand. But at the end of the day, like, it's just a fucking movie. Yep. I know. Oh, well, I don't know what else to say. It's, uh... Well, yeah. yeah. Happy holidays, people. <laughs> Happy holiday. I liked it. That's all yes. I'm going to say. I know Same. other people didn't, but I liked it, and I hope you did. I hope you listening enjoyed it, too. If you didn't, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. And that it's fine if you don't. You have your, you have your opinions, and you mm-hmm. are right to your opinions. Just don't I'm... trash others for their opinions. Mm-hmm. Also, it's okay to say this wasn't for me. That doesn't necessarily yeah. just because something wasn't for you doesn't mean it was bad. <laughs> like it could just be not for you. <sighs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um Rise yeah, of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. 
Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Merry yeah. Kwanzaa. The we we will be back maybe next week. Yeah, I don't uh, see any reason why we shouldn't. Hopefully we will I hopefully we'll see cats at that point. Oh my god. If you do, I want to hear everything. I yes. want you to like give me an in-depth description of what this atrocity is. It's <laughs> going to be fun. I'm going to try um I know. Maybe maybe after my shift on Christmas day. Yeah. I'll go oh check wait, it out. real quick. Real quick. Just tell me, or just tell everyone listening the thing about the person oh, that ordered the beer. Yes. So we have some screening. We've had a couple screenings that are like rowdy screenings where you can sing, meow, stuff mm-hmm. like that. As long as you're not being extremely disruptive, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. People come in costumes, which is mm-hmm. scary enough. Yep. Um, uh, but one, one guest decided they uh, wanted to order a beer. But instead of wanting it in a bottle, they wanted it in a saucer so they could lap at it. That's a thing that happened. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Have a good one. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geek online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. It's Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh. Looking older and more wicked than ever. I knew he wouldn't disappoint us. <laughs> pa. Humbug. Merry Christmas! Hey. Can you...